0: Amelia had to get out of the house, specifically this house, which now felt like the macabre gallery of her past, every item narrating its own unique story to torture her. It was her home and the setting for the fondest of her adult memories, but it also served as a constant reminder of everything she'd given up, of Jacob, and of all the ways she tried to justify this crippling heartbreak in an attempt to move on and start a new life without him. If Jacob's memory, the light scent of his sweat, his goofy countenance and ringing laughter, wasn't haunting her thoughts, then the lit porch across the street served as equal torment. Oz kept it on, hoping she would find her way across the street, just to talk, he assured her when he managed to grab her attention while they were both rolling out garbage cans. I need to talk about this with someone, with you. You're the only one who understands. She made a point after that of managing her weekly refuse when Oz was sure to be at work. Months of him dancing through her dreams had left them both confused and desiring something they had no business even giving a passing thought to. Meanwhile, her heart ached in the absence of the one man she'd ever loved while Oz mourned the unexpected loss of his wife. Despite her skills as a counselor and gifts as a Deschanel, On this occasion, conversation did not beget resolution, only more confounding misery. It's all so much. Too much. I can't fathom this loss. It's not real to me, not after everything she and I went through. But you, Amelia, you are so vivid, alive. I can't. I won't. But I need to make sense of this. I love you, and God help me. I don't know how to turn off the emotions and wanting screaming through my every pore. She had tried to support Oz through his grief until he said those words. Oz, my mother explained, this is an expected side effect of extended dreamwalking. It will go away. And even if it doesn't... Amelia, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I can't think about anything except how powerfully empty I feel when you're not around. When I close my eyes... I long to be in your mind again, where I can be close to you. I'm not in control of myself, and you're the only one I can make sense of this with. Amelia would never tell him she understood, and perhaps even felt the same way. For whatever attachment, she refused to call it love, had formed in those months of dreamwalking, it was not right. Not okay. And despite the fact that it felt real, there was no way it could be. Had she known this could happen, Amelia would have pushed him from her head the first time he showed up, even if it meant her demise. She slipped down into the old recliner as Miss Kitty, her Siamese, hopped in her lap for affection with a happy, rumbling purr. Even her beloved Kitty reminded her of Jacob. They picked her out together at the animal shelter in Matari. It was Jacob who named her, declaring, She has a sassy look about her. Like, if she introduced herself to another cat, she'd get all puffed up and say, That's Miss Kitty to you, pal. Tears threatened at every moment of every hour, it seemed. Her stomach refused food and her body, having slept for nearly three months, insisted upon being conscious through every painstaking emotion her mind put it through. She had to fight it, to not give in. It was dangerous and deadly, but she was so tired. Something had to change, and only Amelia had the power to change it. The sound of the door chime woke her from a sleep she hadn't realized she'd fallen into. Miss Kitty bolted for the door, something she did only when she was sure who was on the other side. Jacob, Amelia realized, taking a quick glance at the clock. Somehow, she'd lost several hours. With a deep breath, she opened the door. Her heart stood before her, his disheveled look a mirror image of her own. Blanca, he greeted in a low voice. He wouldn't meet her eyes, but had he tried, she would have looked away. The tenderness might have been enough to make her doubt the courage of her convictions. The comforting timbre of his voice was already distressing enough. Hi, she replied, opening the door wider to allow him entrance. The second he stepped into the foyer, the room lit up with his presence. As if to say, ah, this is more like it. So did Amelia, though it wasn't a feeling she could allow herself to linger in.